0: Hey there, I'm Rianne Mullins, and I'm the host of the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. 15 years ago, I lost 65 pounds by revamping my lifestyle in a very realistic and totally manageable way. Now, I teach other women how to ditch the yo-yo dieting cycle and start living a balanced, fit, and happy life through real food, effective exercise, and a powerful mindset. Each week, I'll be popping into your ears to teach you how you, too, can live a balanced and fit life free from unrealistic diets and crazy expectations. Let's go. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. Thank you so much for being here. I hope that um, you've been enjoying the podcast, and I would love to hear from you. Like Which information or which types of information and which podcasts are your favorite Because the more I know from you, the more feedback I get, the more I can create more content for you that is helpful and, you know, something that really speaks to you and can help you take action. So today we are actually talking about that. We're talking about making time and taking action. And I have talked about the I have no time excuse before but it's such a big one and a very valid one that I think it's important to bring the subject up again. I work with a lot of busy people. These people have kids, um, grandkids, jobs, aging parents, uh, their own businesses, church duties, volunteering situations, and all kinds of other things along with their usual daily activities. You know, things like eating, exercising, showering, doing the laundry scheduling doctor appointments, grocery shopping, and maybe taking the dog or cat to the vet and so many more things, right? We have a ton of things on our plate. When I meet with clients who are super busy and frazzled, oftentimes they're pretty frustrated with themselves because yeah, they know they need to eat better, right? They know they need to move more. They know they should get seven to nine hours of sleep. They know they need to drink water and so on. But they truly feel like they just can't do it all. And they don't feel like they're getting anywhere with their goals. So they kind of feel like giving up. Have you ever felt like this? Well, many of these people want me to give them the secret to feeling motivated or the secret ingredient that will kickstart their progress. And honestly, I'm sorry, but there is no big secret. There is no magical pill that will make them start doing all the right Things, And that can be tough to hear. You mean buying program after program, product after product, book after book and trying every gimmick out there won't work? Yeah, I mean, I really mean it won't work until you make time and take action. Nothing will change. But the really cool thing is, is that you don't have to do it all and you don't have to do it all right now. That is a huge misconception. You don't have to eat perfectly right away. You don't have to work out every day right now. You don't have to have a refrigerator packed full of perfectly organized containers that are color-coded for every meal of the week. Okay, isn't that kind of ridiculous? It is to me. And if you do that, I'm super impressed. But instead, you just need to take a small action every day that will get you closer to the end goal. And one of my favorite quotes from James Clear, who wrote Atomic Habits is, every action you take is a vote for the person you wish to become. Wow, I love that. It's like every action you take right now today is a vote for the person that you wish to become, okay? And I think that's like so amazing. And I believe in that fully. So let's just say, you know, when you plant a tomato plant, okay? I don't know if I have any like gardeners out there, but when you plant a tomato plant, do you expect it to grow and be ready to eat the fruits tomorrow? No, probably not, right? You know that you need to water it, make sure it has sun, make sure it's not overcrowded by other plants, maybe add some nutrients to the soil or whatever you do to make a plant grow, right? So, So why then do you expect that you need to suddenly be fit and slim after just a few days of eating better and starting exercise, okay? It's just not realistic, okay? So you, my friend, are the tomato plant. You must get planted first in an environment that will support your growth. You must daily do the actions that will help you grow into the bountiful plant that you were meant to be, okay? And I gotta tell you, that's actually a pretty sad example, coming from me because I am usually the plant killer, (laughs) but here's the deal. I have decided that I want to learn more about planting vegetables and growing my own vegetables. So I'm going to try some fall vegetables this year because I've missed, you know, like the summer ones. So we'll just see how that goes. And and guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to take it step-by-step and I'm not going to expect the vegetables to be perfect. I'm going to plant them. I'm going to watch them, take care of them, feed them, water them, or, you know, whatever you're supposed to do. I'll figure that out when it's time. And when they're ready to eat, I'm just going to be super grateful and proud of my accomplishment. Now, if I fail, that's cool. I'll just learn from it and try again next year or next season. So this is the same thing with your body goals. You will not accomplish a single thing unless you try, unless you take action And that means daily action, no matter how small, but in order to take action, you must first realize that you do have time. Okay. I know you're busy. I know you already have a ton on your plate, but if it's important to you, you're going to find the time you'll create the time instead of making excuses. If it's not important to you, you will continue with the same old excuses and more time will pass. And you'll Continue to feel unfulfilled and dissatisfied with your body or your lifestyle or your career or whatever it is that you want to change. And I don't mean to sound harsh at all or to preach, but it really does make me sad to see so many people just like wasting their time with crash diets and hardcore exercise programs and they get hurt or they fall off the diet or, or it also makes me sad to see people just wasting their life away by staring at their phones all day instead of using that time to do something that will actually make them feel better and more successful or fulfilled with their life. So when it comes to time management, and again, I know I've talked about time management before, but I think it's so important to hear these messages again and again and again until they truly are ingrained, right? So here are some things when it comes to time management to consider. You must first identify what's really important to you. Who do you want to be and why. Maybe you're not feeling motivated or excited about making a change or adding in a healthy habit because you're not focusing on what really matters to you. Maybe you're planting tomato seeds, but you're really wanting cucumbers. What do you really want? What is really important to you? If you want to lose weight, but you're still eating junk or drinking a bottle of wine at night, your actions do not tell us that you want to lose weight. And, and I see this a lot. I, I will meet with somebody who wants to lose weight, right? We're meeting about weight loss, but after we talk, we both realize after doing some digging that it's not really weight loss that they're seeking. It's more confidence or, um, more fulfillment in their life. And that can be accomplished without a major weight loss or body change. Okay. So the next thing you want to consider when it comes to your time management is that you're going to need to ask for help or negotiate for what you need. Let's just say, um, that you know you want to make some change in your life and you want to start meditating for 15 minutes every day, which by the way is a great idea, you know, just saying. But in order for this to happen, you'll want a quiet space where you'll feel like you can actually spend 15 minutes in peace and quiet. If you have other people that live with you, you'll need to have a conversation about your need for this quiet time. You'll need to ask for your family's support or your roommate or whoever you are around. Okay, you'll need to ask them for their support and for the space. If you don't tell others what you need, they will not know. And therefore you might get interrupted during your meditation time. And this is gonna lead to resentment and a feeling of being disrespected, which makes it even harder to want to meditate. Okay, so you see the cycle of that. So this is especially true if you have kids um, or our spouse, I mean really anybody that lives with you, but kids especially, you need to create boundaries. And make some rules around your quiet time and your space okay and that means respecting yourself enough to have the conversation the other thing you want to consider is assessing what you are capable of right now if you're busy with work or kids or whatever it's important to schedule in let's just say an exercise session okay that is suitable for your time availability you don't have to exercise for an hour every day Sometimes I think people say they're too busy to exercise just because they have this idea in their mind that it has to be this full hour and this super hard, long workout to be good or to be worth it. But that's just not true. If you only have 15 minutes a day to do some type of exercise, then use that time. I promise you that you can get an appropriate amount of exercise in that small time frame. I promise. And if you don't believe me, then you should schedule a 15 minute workout with me on Zoom and I will prove it to you. (laughs) This is where I insert the evil laughter, right? And actually, I'm just kidding because I don't really offer that service currently. So, I mean, if you really want that, then you should reach out to me. But um, anyway, I do have something coming out in the near future that might uh, scratch that itch. So another example of what you're capable of of at the time would be with the type of exercise you do. Okay. Not just the amount or the length of your workout, but the type of workout that you do. If you haven't exercised in years, it may not just saying, it may not be a great idea to start with a three mile run. Okay. If you try to run three miles and maybe you can do it, but if you try to run three miles and expect to feel great when you're done, you're probably going to be disappointed and probably not feel like running those three miles again anytime soon. Okay. Instead, start with what you're currently capable of. Okay. It's a a better idea so you don't get hurt and so you feel better and so you don't get too sore and so you don't, you know, mentally feel terrified of doing it again. So maybe try a 20 to 30 minute faster paced walk instead of a three mile run. Okay. You get what I'm saying here. Something else to consider is looking ahead and planning or preparing for what you need. Okay, I, I know you know this. We all know that, you know, it's important to plan ahead, but do you do it? I, I got to tell you, I'm a really big planner. Sometimes I think I need to chill out a little bit about it, but I love to schedule my whole week out the best I can. I've done this since my college days. Okay, I feel the most in control when I can see on my calendar what I have to do and I even write down like my workout times, my meal times because I'm busy, right? So like I write these things in so I don't forget it and I don't pencil them in. I write them in ink and I don't let anything get in the way. I used to let clients or, you know, teaching classes or getting to the kids or, you know, just random things. I would let those things interrupt my time, but not now. I mean, if there is an emergency, okay, that's fine. You know, I'll, I'll stop a workout if somebody's bleeding out, but that time that I block is for me. Okay. And it's for me so that I can be better for those that I love some days, you know, it looks like a 45 minute workout and other days it looks like a 15 minute workout. I fit in what I can fit in. I create space for my workout. When you look at your day, there are a lot of little spaces of time that can be used productively. Whether that is adding in small quiet moments to relax or add in walks or maybe some quick push-ups or jumping jacks or maybe sneaking off to the kitchen to make a quick recipe for later, you have time. It's just about prioritizing and managing your time better. Something else to consider is that you're going to need to anticipate obstacles. The only thing I know is certain about my whole week is that something will happen to throw off a day or an afternoon or the whole week. We can't control sickness. We can't control like a kid getting sick or you know other emergencies, cancellations, maybe a broken down car, or really anything can change and mess up your schedule or your meal plan for the week. So having backup go-tos is really important. And being able to just go with the flow is really helpful. Okay, if you anticipate obstacles, and then you won't be disappointed or is frustrated. So just some quick backup ideas would be like having a protein bar available in your purse at all, you know, at all times, um, in case you're like out and you're, you know, get stuck in traffic or you're, you know, your meeting at work goes over. At least you have something to fall back on. Okay. Or let's say that your night gets busy. Um, And so just having some frozen vegetables and maybe a can of tuna available in your dinner plan, you know, if your dinner plans get changed, if you have some tuna, which is a good protein and some frozen vegetables, Hey, it's better than nothing. Okay. It's better than running through the drive-thru or ordering a pizza, or if you can't make it to your favorite body sculpt class. Okay. Maybe, you know, maybe you get stuck in traffic or whatever the situation is, and you can't make it there on time, then having a shorter home workout that will help you stay on track with your strength training is a great idea. Okay. So just treat unexpected obstacles as normal. And when you treat these obstacles as normal, which they are, you will feel less disappointment and know that this is just life. Okay. So once you get yourself out of the mindset that you don't have time, then you need to shift your thinking to taking action because taking action matters, right? I'm sure you know what I mean when I say that sometimes you just don't have the motivation to get up and exercise or the motivation to cook dinner. Well, I'm here to tell you that motivation is not something that you will have all the time. In fact, it's very little the amount of time you're going to feel motivated. Okay. Even if you are excited about going to the gym or excited about cooking a new recipe You may still not feel motivated to do it when the actual time comes to do it. Motivation usually comes after action, not the other way around. Okay, I know you might be thinking, well, okay, great, but how can I act if I just don't feel like it, if I don't have the motivation? Well, that's when you just have to kick yourself in the butt a little bit, okay, and remind yourself that you can do just one small action just a simple five minute action can snowball into more action. Okay. Action creates action. So how many times have you, um, you know, had the, the dishwasher is full of clean dishes, right? And you're like, you're just going to get a a glass out. So you pull out a glass and you're like, well, I might as well put all the glasses away. And then you're like, oh, well, I might as well put all the plates away. And on next thing, you know, the dishwasher is totally empty and you're reloading it with a few dishes that are in the sink. And then, well, you're wiping down the countertops and then you're, well, oh wait, that doorknob looks a little dirty. So you clean that off and then you're kind of wiping off the fingerprints from the refrigerator. Then you're cleaning next, thing you know, you're cleaning up the coffee pot and then you take the dish towel over to the laundry room. And well, while you're there, you might as well throw in a little laundry. Okay. It's like one task, one little small task of getting that glass out of the dishwasher can trigger more action. Okay. And you'll get more done. Have you ever done that? So this may happen too with not so healthy or productive habits like Facebook, for example, you see that you have a little, you know, a little red one, like a notification on your Facebook app. So You're like, pull it up just to check. And then you start scrolling through and you see an article or a post, and then that leads you to another one. And next thing you know, been 30 minutes of reading stupid articles or catching up with people that you may never see again in your life. Right. And this can be good or bad. You know, it depends on what you're reading or what you're researching or or what you're looking at, but you can use a five minute task to either help you or hurt you. Okay. You can use those five minute tasks, you know, get the laundry done or the dishes done, which will help you feel cleaner and more space in your life. Or you can use that five minute task to turn into a 30 minute Facebook scroll, a time suck, a waste of time. So for years, I've been suggesting the five minute rule with exercise. This rule is just move for five minutes. And if you feel better, keep moving. Okay. So I, I know like a lot of people just have this thing about exercise. It's like the thought of exercise just seems, I mean, I love it not every day do I want to do it. There's just this thing about exercise. It's like, oh, I'm tired or, oh, I just don't feel like it. But if you can just move for five minutes, whether that's walking, doing different like stretches, whatever, just starting the process of moving, right? Then you're going to feel better most likely. So if you do five minutes of exercise and you feel a little bit better, keep moving, If you don't feel better and you still really don't want to do it and you feel terrible, you can stop. Okay. But the good news is that with this rule, most of the time, the actual movement makes you want to keep moving. Okay. Action creates action. Action creates motivation. Okay. Give it a try. Action is empowering. The more we act, the better we feel. It feels so good to accomplish something, right? I know you I know you know what I'm talking about. It feels so good to finally clean out the closet. It feels so good to finally cook a meal and save, you know, extras for lunch tomorrow. It feels good. And it doesn't matter, you know, if it's a cleaned up kitchen or a sweaty workout. Once you're done, you'll feel good and empowered to do more. Action is also satisfying. It feels good and you feel complete right? When you actually do what you say you want to do. Action is evidence. It can be measured. You can see that you've cleaned the kitchen. You can feel the workout that you just finished. You can store the food that you just prepped. Okay. It's evidence. It's real. It's tangible. It's proof that you can do more. It's proof that you are capable. The more you have systems and routines in place to help you act, the more you will do and the better you will feel. So what I mean by systems or routines is having what you need in front of you, having healthy food available, having your workout clothes ready to go, having a water bottle with you at all times, having a bedtime routine to get better sleep and so on. All right. So next time you're feeling like you don't have enough time, or if you're not feeling motivated, you need to first identify what is important to you. Who do you want to be? Second, Ask for help or negotiate for what you need. Third, assess what you're capable of, okay, and act on what you're capable of now. Look ahead and plan or prep for what you need. And five, anticipate obstacles, okay? Then you can do a five-minute simple action. Remember that action creates motivation and empowerment without action, there will be no satisfaction or rewards. So come on, get out there and start taking small actions every day to feel your best. Okay. So I hope that you found this helpful. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while and are still feeling like you need to take more action, but you're not really sure how please email me. Okay. My email address is RayannMullins at gmail.com. And let's talk about or set up a time to talk about some options for you. I do have a few openings in my 12-week program, okay? This program is perfect for getting started and clearing out all of the noise and the confusion. So let me know if I can help. Thanks for being here and I'll talk to you next week. Thank you for tuning into the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single episode. And if you are looking for a crew of amazing women who are also seeking a balanced, fit, and free lifestyle, be sure to join my exclusive community on Facebook. The link is waiting for you in the show notes. Until next time, keep your thoughts positive and your coffee hot.